Hello and welcome back to Check Check Go. This is episode three. I don't know why you're looking at me. You can count. My name is Philip, and I'm joined as always by my best friend and partner in crime, Nathan. What's up, man? Uh, not much. You had a good week? Yeah. If only I would text you back. Right, yeah, yeah, that would probably help. Oh boy, if you're listening for the first time, uh, Check Check Go is a weekly video game podcast where Nathan and I discuss the latest topics of the video game world across all the platforms out there. But we start each and every episode talking about what we're currently playing and rave about why we love it or rant about why we don't this week. Nathan, what have you been playing this week? (laughs) Um... Bit of a bit of throwback week for me. Okay, all right, we'll get into it in a second, and then we also have some Xbox news that moments ago Nathan just told me something that I didn't know that made me very happy. So we'll get into that in a second. But first, let's dive into what we've been playing. Throwback week for you. Yeah, I uh, uh dusted off some Warcraft three this week. <laughs> right because you you uh, yeah you asked me god was that last sunday that you asked me how i felt about rts yeah might have been so but, I mean, uh, what 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 spurred you to get back into warcraft well i mean it's always been one of my favorite games um i mean i love everything that blizzard does um even firing people that was activision <laughs> actually Just that's, that's, that's that's what i'm gonna blame them blame it on sure. um yeah, no, and I'm like super excited for Reforged, and I pre-ordered Reforged like a while back, and then as part of that, they gave you free access to Warcraft Three Classic. So I've been playing it again. I've been playing Warcraft Three on and off for years. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, so what is what is Reforge? They're uh, updating all of the graphics. Like it's a complete graphical overhaul to for, uh, like HD and 4K for uh, Warcraft Three. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it look if you I I'm assuming you haven't seen anything about mm-hmm. it, but it looks absolutely gorgeous. Cool. Uh, when, is that already out? Um, it's supposed to come out sometime this year. They don't have an official release date yet. I'm assuming gotcha. we'll get one at BlizzCon this year. So that was early early this week. Have you played anything more recently, or just um, hanging around <laughs> like that? I said, it's been a bit of a Blizzard resurgence for me. Um, GOG, okay. the uh, the game service, yes. Um, made a deal with blizzard and they released the original diablo which i played a little bit of um because i i don't think i have i think that's the first time i've played the original um and i can definitely i can definitely see why it spawned a whole genre but after playing diablo 2 first i just i couldn't do it Um, Uh, you know you know those first games and series yeah there's only three characters that you can have (laughs) you literally move in eight directions and that's it wow and you can't run you like you 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 move at the same speed for the whole game and i was just like i can't there's something there's something about that uh psychological i think it is because even if the base like movement speed is like a run in other games if there's only one speed there's something in my brain that's yeah, like, gotta, I'm like, not running as fast Yeah, you got to fool yourself into thinking yeah. you're moving faster yeah. at some point. So, but, uh, that's yeah, it? No, but, like, I mean, I can I can look at Diablo 1 and, like, look at the mechanics that they created and, like, the aesthetic and the feel, and I can definitely see why that spawned an entire genre. Just like many first games, 
the mechanics and the it quality was way of ahead life. Of its time, right? right what right, it was the, the the quality of life that the later games spawned just isn't there. You know, yeah, it's hard to go back. Um, I mean the the jump from Diablo one to Diablo two is whew, like they they took that that really strong foundation and they made like the the freaking Empire State Building out of it. <laughs> Um, and then Diablo 3 is the one that I see everywhere. Well, yeah, but Diablo 3 is almost a completely different beast. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the mechanics are the same, but it's... you. I mean, you'd have to play both of them for it to make sense, which you, you haven't. I need to get you into Blizzard stuff. Yeah, I... I mean, the the I would say little. I mean, it's like... I would say probably 40 or 50 hours over my lifetime. I've played a world of Warcraft. That's why I'm saying it's very little for everybody else. Who's poured thousands of hours into that game. Well, see if you played Warcraft three, you'd understand why everybody loved well, world see, of Warcraft. When but, it came but out. see, I, I have, as I do student of, of the industry, I I've gone and I've read all the lore of Warcraft three and I want to play it. Um, in fact, I've watched, people play all the way through warcraft one and two and then i've watched like the lore videos on three i have so, played both one and two i would not recommend it um yeah that's why i just stuck to watching videos they they were good when they came out sure. they did not they did not age well and yeah. um blizzard wasn't actively like keeping game files at that point so like there's <laughs> they literally can't do anything with one and two anymore but they, um, they can't like redo the assets because the assets don't like exist yeah anymore. they don't wow. exist anywhere anymore um yeah. they started doing that with warcraft 3 and that's how they were able to do reforged that's what i've heard is the reason that like they had trouble remastering the original starcraft because of that like they had to rewrite some of the code for that yeah that's the the that's one of the reasons that i've heard that square won't do anything with eight is because the the original assets are gone um seven called the, how, how but, did, but how did seven, they lose seven, the assets to seven, eight and not they seven? did they did uh i want to <laughs> say because up until I think we'll we'll see even on the Switch version that they're able to uh, they're able to upres the like the sprites of the characters, but the backgrounds are still very low res, and that's the same same reason because they don't have access to those original files. Because I was watching I was watching a YouTube video on uh, some fan made stuff that uh, they're modding into the PC version, the Steam version, where people are using this program that analyzes oh um, the the ai the yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that, yeah 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 so that, that's pretty cool but uh i believe in that video they were explaining that square can't i mean i guess unless they use the ai program they can't upres the the pre-rendered background it's no excuse get it done come on square get it done um okay well you texted me saying that you got dmc5 but i did how how's that going did you is it a deal where you like got it but you didn't really play it or um no i've played a couple hours and i'm going back to it i mean i just i got it in the middle of me playing warcraft uh, yeah 3. i totally understand that. um and i mean like i i like hack and slash as a fun diversion and not like because i'm a necessarily yeah, yeah. a fan of the genre um but i've been i've been playing devil may cry on and off for years um like I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like a huge fan, fan of the series, right. but it's like it's one of the premier hack and slash games out there. Because when uh, we watched the we watched the Xbox um, uh, press conference at, at E3 together, I remember you you saying, "Oh, that's DMC Five whenever yeah. the van came." Yeah. Out. Um. 
So I played, I probably played like two or three hours of it, and I mean, it's fun, and it's campy, and it's yeah. everything you would expect Devil May Cry to be, and yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed what I played of it. Interesting. Um, I got it, I got it too, but as I'll say in a second, it, it was a deal where I think I played maybe an hour of it, uh, and what I was playing previously was calling my name, because I'm like, you, I mean, Hack and Slash isn't that's like my mindless if i'm like watching tv or something and i just need something to do while i watch tv then i'll play hack and slash but it's not i can see that with some stuff i devil my cry is a little bit too involved for me to do that yeah well i kind of i watch tv while i play everything so (laughs) it doesn't really matter i don't Um, understand i know another guy that does that i don't understand you people uh, i can't multitask like that it is i mean like because all my stuff is set up beside the couch so like Caitlin and I just have the TV on all the time, so we're always watching something. Uh, so I'm paying attention to the TV in varying degrees depending on what's on. So that kind of informs my game choice at the time. Um, you also texted me about space space engineers, so which I haven't bought yet. You I haven't just wanted okay, to so you look haven't at played it. it. Okay, yeah, and <laughs> I I, uh, I I watched a bunch of YouTube on it this morning. And I mean, okay, so I I have a real big soft spot for survival games. Like I, I As love we them. both do. Yeah, yes, I love them. And I mean, part of it I is mean, because the, the what the, we've the eight or ten so hours much. we threw into Raft were fantastic, and that was just that was great. Obviously, we need to go back to Raft. I, I, I know, here. I know. They've added a lot, a lot of, updates, of stuff. Yeah, uh, and then obviously if we go back to to Rust. A lot of good times. Dude, Rust, Rust looks maybe. like I, I checked in on Rust the other day. It looks like a completely different game now. Like I almost didn't recognize it. We we like, get into these things so early, you know. But well, we still have fun. You with say them. that Rust has been in development for like five or six years. Yeah, but we played it, Nathan. Think about this. We played it like four or five years ago. Yeah, I know. And I played it before you even touched yeah. it. Uh so so I have a big soft spot for for survival. <laughs> Uh, space is one of my favorite things of all time. So like, <laughs> I just like I, I need I need space. Philip, I, Philip needs no, space yeah, yeah, confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mul- multiple versions of space. Uh, so I mean, it's like all of my favorite things. I mean, there have been space survival games before. Um, I can't remember the name of them. I oh, you mean like No Man's Sky? <laughs> no, no, not No Man's Sky. God, uh, which is actually de- pretty decent now. Once again, yeah, a game that after time, um, I'm not gonna get it. That's that's that, old news. I'm not gonna get yeah. the No Man's Sky thing. Um, but No Man's Sky though, it's not really a builder though, right? It is I mean, now. Okay, all right. I mean, it's well, absolutely a builder at the now. time at launch. It was it wasn't necessarily the, like the survival breakdown material and build stuff, right? At launch, no. Um, so that, that's kind of what I like very Minecraftian, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, this, this looks good. Yeah. (laughs) So not only, I mean, not only do you just like spawn into a, I mean, you spawn onto a planet or like, do you start on a planet or do you start in space on a planet? I mean, what, what I was watching, um, you get to choose like the type of pod that you descend on 
and um, you get a random spot on the planet. I know this one guy was... Yeah, so, like, you start on a planet, but then you can build, like, spaceships, and then you can go into space and build, like, space stations and bigger spaceships and go to different planets, and, st- I mean, it looks great. That and, is like, just... I've been keeping oh, my eye my yeah. eye on it for like a while now, and they they just officially released it on Steam, and I was thinking, you know, Philip would probably really like this, and also I could probably actually convince Philip to play this with me, maybe. Yeah, because they're pretty bad about that. I'll yeah. be like, hey, Philip, here's this game that we can both play, and you'll just be like, eh. Yeah, I mean, enticing me with space survival. Yeah, it's a pretty good move. It was, it was a pretty calculated move. Pretty good move. Um, okay, so my this week for me, um, if you go back and listen to last episode, I talked about how The Division 2 caught my eye. So I went back and picked up Division 1 because I noticed that I could get it for $9 uh, on, with my PS Plus subscription. So hmm. I got a Division 1. So you got it on PS4? Yeah. You loser. Yeah, that's where I'll be playing Division 2 as well. Division Agents Unite. Uh, I refuse to play any shooter on a console, so uh, have fun by yourself. <sighs> this one, though, is cover-based and it's third-person, so it's not like you need the precision of a first-person shooter. Mass Effect called it like, to, oh, wait, you didn't play Mass Effect. But I will be playing that on console, too. <sighs> what is wrong with you? On the Xbox. Console peasant. Game Pass, baby. Um, so, so, anyway, Division 1. God... I know I'm getting into it uh, once again. To, okay, so to be fair, you're getting into it after That's all what I'm of saying. the content. That's updates. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's great, and I know I'm getting into it after it was made amazing. Now, the things that they've promised for Division 2 is that they've taken all of those lessons and they're putting a bunch of content at the beginning of Division 2. From everything that I'm seeing, that's true. So I, I'm happy to be getting early in on division two, but uh, what, what division one is now is a lot of fun. There's so much to do. I, I like the aesthetic of, of New York city. Uh, I mean, if, if space is my favorite thing for some reason, for some reason, like post-apocalyptic is, is like my, uh, my guilty pleasure. I, I freaking love post-apocalyptic, especially after a disease. For some reason, that's that's like my kink. Is like disease wipes out everybody. Wait, what? And I feel like kink might not have been the right word there, <laughs> Philip. So, so anyway, um, yeah, had a lot of fun with the vision. I've probably put in twenty hours so far. So far, yeah. Hmm. So. Uh, I can't say that I'll play all the way to the end. I will probably just do a story recap thing. Um, not that I feel like I super need it for Division Two, uh, but the thing that I just like about the Division is the 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 world is so like lore filled for for just for being a a real world shooter. It's not a fantasy setting, but because of it being post apocalyptic, they've done a lot with fleshing out like lore and. Uh, and characters that you can see spanning over both games. So I like it a lot. Excited for Division 2. We'll probably jump in Division 2 at the beginning of April. I think that's going to be. I know it releases March 15th. Letting them have a couple weeks to work out any server issues or whatever. But anyway, so that was early this week. Second half of the week, I was hit with 
once again for your PS uh, your PS Plus mem- Plus memberships, uh, Square Enix and uh, and Ubisoft had ridiculous sales, ridiculous sales. So I picked up um, Thief. No, is Thief good? I don't know. I've never played it. You just you said Square, and I was just throwing it out there. Okay, okay. No, I, I picked up a uh, Deus Ex. Uh, I haven't played it, haven't ah. played it, but I picked it up for four dollars. You know, uh, mankind, mankind divided. Uh, soundtrack to that game's incredible. I love yeah. the soundtracks to both of those games. I haven't played them yet, but uh, but on the Ubisoft end, um, I know, and I, I know the face that I'm about to get. Uh, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh no! I I I kind of expected okay. you to pick up Odyssey at some yeah. point. Okay, and you should because it's great. So you have played it? Yeah. Okay. How much? How much have you played it? Not as much as I should have. Okay. I mean, like, got to the ship. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. No, like if 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 you wanted me to make the face that you were going for, you probably should have told me that you had picked up one of the Far Cries. Oh yeah. If and if I do that, it would probably be three or four. Um, absolutely play three. I would not waste your time or money on or on four. If you okay, let me rephrase that. Don't waste your time on four. If you can get five for cheap, play it for the story and then don't touch it again. Okay. And and it was just like the fat the last five minutes that that pissed you off there. Right? Oh man, the ending to five. Yeah. Oh. I, dude. Pizza Hut. Yeah, you ranted for an hour. Oh my! About the end. Oh man, I hated the end of five. And then oh. surprisingly, so many other people loved it though. I don't. Nah, no, it was it was it was pretty fifty fifty, um, from my experience. Um, but it makes more sense now that I know that they were setting up an entire other game. <laughs> I mean that makes <laughs> somewhat more sense, like because um, what is it? For, is it new dawn, new dawn, yeah, new dawn came out, which I will probably pick up when it gets a little cheaper. Because um, it, it, it it gets your claw. Well, I mean, I just I like Far Cry as a series, and I always have. Um, I just I'm I'm sick of spending sixty bucks on them, so I'm probably I'm gonna wait for new dawn to get cheaper, and then I'll pick it up. Yeah. If it hits about twenty bucks, I'll get it. Um, I got um. But yeah, I mean the the ending makes more sense from at least because um, you just thought it's that it just, was over. It's justifiable yeah, now. Yeah, because me I mean, anyway. they, I know that they've. I done, still don't like it. They've done Far Cry's done DLC in the past, but this is the first time that they've done like a, a, big a direct sequel like to yeah. a game. Yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, yeah, you were justified in thinking it was very odd that it just ended the way that it did. Yes, it did. Um. Okay, sort of side question. Primal is that is that worth anything? Don't bother with Primal. No? Okay. Um, if anything, you should play Primal instead of Four because it's the it's the same map. It's the, it's the, exact, same it's the exact same map. map. Uh, okay, so so anyway, I actually picked up both Origins and Odyssey, but I have not played Origins. I started Origins, but like Odyssey, I, everything I, so much I everything I've heard, Greek. they took Origins as a base and then improved on it in every way for Odyssey. The, and that's kind of what I got because I put in maybe two hours into Origins, and I mean it was it was decent. But then like the mechanics of Odyssey, you're totally right. Like it was like, okay, here's what we did well in Origins. Now here's actually what we meant to do in Odyssey. And I 
I, I I've put in probably 12 hours so far into Odyssey. Are you just getting started? Yeah, and and I'm making an early prediction here, but I'm having some of the most fun that I've <laughs> had in a video game maybe ever. Dude, it's great. It's amazing. Did you play uh did you play Cassandra? I did, yeah. Please tell me that you did. I did. God, I love her. Yep. That her her voice is so oh, good. All the all of the voice acting in the game is yeah, top notch. It really is. Um and the, the, something that I said, I, I mean, they got about. um, they got voice coaches that like speak. I mean, that are like actually like from Greece and like Greek professors and like, I mean, they went in, they went in hard for like the voice coaching. Well, I feel like because here's the thing, um, it, Assassin's Creed is such a funny franchise, and I know both of you have have talked bad about it. Both, for, both of me. There's more but, than one me yes, over here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's more than one nathan um you and i have both sort of talked bad about the assassin's creed franchise for a long time because uh, i know you're not the biggest fan of the I original mean, stuff i don't i've never hated it i've just been sort of neutral towards it i mean there's a big difference between me not liking something and me thinking something is bad i've just but i've never been into it until odyssey i've never been into it until they they t- they took a step back they took what two years off um between i can't remember the game it was rogue or something uh, i was the one after unity it wasn't unity they should have taken a step away oh after god that. but they took like two years off and sort of reinvented the series because they went more open world um and they took a step away from just the stealth and they they gave you sort of the three yeah, paths you that you could take. You don't have to play Odyssey as stealth. I mean, I mm. did because yeah. why why else would you play Assassin's Creed? <laughs> play an Assassin's Creed. I'm going to be the an Assassin. There, I mean, I like. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I play yeah, no, mostly like, stealth. But my my mindset is if I have to get into a straight up brawl with people, I have failed, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will like I literally like run away and wait until yeah, people. Like, I don't. I don't necessarily have that. Um, but you know you can very easily just like play the whole game by just running into groups of people yeah. and beating them down yeah because i mean the the warrior tree has has decent skills and stuff but um i i don't know if i'll ever go back and play the originals because the style of game that they have now i think is just so much more me uh and the greek skin like i grew up just loving greek mythology and and the greek world and same yeah i mean it was i mean that was that was was the entire reason i bought odyssey in the first place yeah um so so i don't know if i'll go back and love origins as much as as odyssey but i like i'm i'm serious like this is some of the most fun i've had in a long time and i said to somebody the other day you know what's funny is when i was having a lot of fun with the ship exploration in kh3 i was actually just craving odyssey and i didn't know it you absolutely i think i even said that to you at one point okay okay because because i was like the the moment i got the ship because i knew nothing about odyssey i'm really good at like avoiding well i mean that that all started with black flag yeah yeah um and i mean i I remember black and crossbones is based on black flag i remember everybody loving that aspect of black flag because it was good and then you got off the ship and everything was (laughs) assassin's creed again (laughs) it was like ugh. But I had no idea that there was ship stuff in this, and so the moment I got the ship and I could oh, it's great, it, man! And I would just and you realize an exactly how big that world is. Yes, like oh my geez. god. So anyway, 
there we go. Uh, I got DMC five, but I had played like two hours of Odyssey. I popped in DMC five, played maybe an hour, and I was like, Cassandra, Cassandra needs me. So, no, she'll be all right. Yeah, she will, cause she's awesome. So yeah, there we go. I think that was Division and Assassin's Creed. That was my big things this week. So, um, all right. Well, you teased me a little bit before about some opinions about Xbox. So let's get into some topics this week, uh, and let's start off with uh, with big old Xbox coming out this week. With uh, it seems like well, I mean, ever since we started the podcast back three weeks ago, I've had I've had something Xbox each week because. Phil, he's over there, and uh, he's they're they're doing some stuff. Objectively, and and this is you give them a hard time. Objectively, they don't have the games; they don't have the first party games, the exclusives that Sony does. But I, I'm really drawn to some of their the business side of things that they're doing, and they are like breaking a lot of industry molds. And this week, um, comes out that uh, the the long rumored code name Xbox Maverick uh, turns out to be their diskless system has a very strange name, uh, a very long convoluted. It's like uh, it's like Square Enix titled their Xbox or something. The oh Xbox One S All Digital Edition. And I was listening to something earlier when somebody pointed out that uh, the the um, uh, the acronym for that is the Xbox One Sad. <laughs> that's amazing uh so so anyway uh w- rumored to be uh up for pre-order as soon as april so right around the corner um i have an xbox one s i like it um and so this is rumored to be completely diskless it would you know it would, you'd be able to obviously stream but then uh play any of your digital titles which uh apparently a lot of people on xbox do so nathan what you think about the discless xbox you know you know that meme with the really fat cat and it says heavy breathing down at the bottom <laughs> that, that was me when i read that post i was just like i I'd, I'd i've not been a fan of the xbox one since it came out um in fact i was planning on probably not ever getting one um, this might have changed my mind because it's also supposed to be a lot cheaper than a regular Xbox, and I don't have to have a disc for anything. Well, okay, so which I may have mentioned previously that I'm 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 pretty okay with that. The yeah 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 the Xbox One was basically the precursor to all of these current gen games that came out and at launch were kind of broken, and then after a while, like they patched some things in and it has content. Uh, when Xbox One released, like the announcement happened, obviously there was so much of a, a storm of negativity, and it got lost in the quote-unquote console race to PS4, which has had a legendary run. Uh, but like I said, over the years, Xbox One has has they've put out they've put out some games, and also uh, with the Xbox One X being the most powerful console, don't. Even say the words PC right now. Uh, PC Master Game <laughs> Being the most powerful console and a really good system to play on. Um, they've done some interesting moves. So whenever I heard the, the disk system coming out, obviously I thought of you. So 
you're thinking about getting it because they are saying that it could be cheap. I mean, Xbox One S isn't very if expensive right like now. In, I think it's one ninety nine. If it's in the the three fifty four hundred range, I will probably absolutely get it. You're thinking it's going to be in the three fifty to four hundred. I mean that that would be cheaper, right? What's a One S going for right now? Two hundred. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What? Yeah, you can get bundles for one ninety nine. That's what the price point has been out for. Where have time. I been? I, I don't know. It has not caring about it Xbox. Ha- yeah, that's it hasn't been. been three or four in two years. I think that's uh, not caring about Xbox. Apparently, yeah. So no, the rumor is that it will be at most one ninety nine and just have a, a larger hard drive. So same price as their current model, but having a bigger hard drive so that you can download stuff, or has the same size hard drive and it would be like one forty nine. Oh, and I'm probably definitely getting one. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, like I said, nothing is is uh, is confirmed. But like, the rumors are going that what they're actually going to be competing with isn't even necessarily like PS4 as much as it is like these little streaming devices. Like, if they can get the price point down enough that somebody wanting you know something that they could play like play 4K let stuff, the, on, let the Xbox name carry the difference in price. Yeah, and so like if they could get it down to like 149, and somebody you know wanting something that they could watch 4K stuff on, uh, like a um, whatever the the Amazon the the Fire TV like Pro or something that can watch 4K, if the price is like right there, it's like oh you could you could do all this that the Fire TV has, and you can play basically the entire Xbox library. So. Yeah, interesting. And wait, 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 wait. Is is Lost Odyssey on Game Pass? It is not. It is not. Uh, it is not. Now that is where that is where y- you will get. You know, you'll have to pull out the 360 to play because I can play on my One S because it's backwards compatible. Not that you if you would, have a disc, loser. I could give you the disc and you still wouldn't play. Do you have the disc? I do. Then give it to me. If I give it to you, you're gonna come in next week and be like, "Hey, I beat Lost Odyssey." Whew. I well, I, I would be like, "I got to finish Current Odyssey." Then I might go back to Lost Odyssey. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. That was nice. <laughs> but but seriously, uh, yeah, I might, I might. Yeah, Lost Odyssey's. If anyone doesn't know what I'm referencing, it is um, the creator of Final Fantasy did his own project. Um, so I th- did Square. I think. I'm not sure Square had anything no. to do with it. No, I mean it was, it was, um, it was after he did his com- company because um, he did Blue Dragon first. And yes, then he did Lost Odyssey. Um, so he he did that, and uh, Nobu Uematsu, who does all the music for Final Fantasy, or did until very recently, mm-hmm. um, did all the music for it, and it's um, it's legitimately one of the best RPGs that I've ever played, and I've played. <laughs> a metric boatload of RPGs. Here's the funny thing is. I I just didn't think about asking you for the disc because in my mind you're so like I know that you're all digital. Well, that was the and only I forgot, way I had to play it, and I forgot that was like that was back when we. I would have had to have digital. the disc. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a lot different than what you're probably used to for RPGs, just because of some of the mechanics, like um. You can't level up more than once per like section of the game. Wow. Yeah. Um. So like, if you get to like the level cap for like whatever like section of the story that you're in, you just stop getting XP. 
Um, so it's so like, like you can't the ultimate anti grind game. Yeah, you like literally can't grind more than you need to to progress the game. And so, I mean, like until you get to like the very end, but um, and that that seems like it's like gating you, but it's really not. Like mm-hmm. it's it's all very well balanced sure. for like difficulty and stuff. Um, if you hit like that hard cap on the XP and like you're still losing, it's because you're doing something wrong. Yeah, and not because like you need to go grind some more. Wow, interesting. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll play. Lost I could talk Odyssey. about Lost Odyssey for the rest of the podcast. Wow. Okay, I, that's just funny. I didn't even think of you having the disc. Okay, uh, but anyway, yeah, discless feature. The I mean, from a video game like industry, interesting fact. Uh, I mean, this would be the first time one of the the big ones went discless. So. I'm interested to see if that means that they'll have a skew in their next iteration that is just discless. Because that'd be the one that you would get. So. I know somebody might be out there saying, well, what about the PSP Go? It was <laughs> it was all digital. I mean, if you want to get really technical, the Switch is also discless. Oh my god. <laughs> It has cartridges. Just <laughs> you want to get them. technical? Just don't lick them. Oh, we have a funny every, story about that. Every uh, every Nintendo system up until the Wii was, or up until the the game uh, GameCube was just so a uh, a mutual friend of ours was over at my place the other day, and uh, he had like he's not like <sighs> Nintendo isn't really his thing. Um, like not enough to like get a switch. So he hasn't really interacted with the switch much. Um, so we showed him one of the cartridges for the switch and he was like, Oh my God, it's so tiny. And he was freaking out about it. And we told him, well, yeah. And they also put like this bittering agent on it. So that like kids and stuff wouldn't lick them. And he was like, wait, what? And he was like, let, let me get one. Oh, and so no. we like handed it to him and he shoved like the whole thing in his mouth. And he's like, just like held it on his tongue for a couple seconds. Like, I'm not, I'm not making this up. Like, just placed it like on his tongue for a couple seconds and goes, it's not doing anything. This isn't that bad. And then like waited like a heartbeat later. He just like gagged and spit it out. Oh <laughs> like, my oh my God. God. Like it, it took a couple seconds to kick in, but it, it got him and he was, he was like gagging. So don't suck your switch cartridges. Yeah, don't don't lick the switch cartridges. Maybe don't do it. Most people already figured that out, but he was a little late to that party. Um. All right. Well, uh, next topic is actually over Nintendo. Good. Good segue there, Nathan. Um. Hey, thanks. But this week, uh, very interesting report came out about Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo reached out to their mobile developers and told them. Scale back on the microtransactions in your games. This actually isn't surprising for me. It's not that it's surprising. Well, well, no, I mean the way that Nintendo uh, runs its company. But I mean, no, they've they've already been doing that. Like a lot of the like the um, I don't know if it's just Nintendo, but a lot of like the the Japanese based like mobile developers have been steadily cutting back from microtransactions. Uh, well, the. <laughs> Maybe not Dragalia. May, I, it might have been because, because Nintendo was already putting pressure on him. Uh, because so so yeah, um, Nintendo essentially sent this thing saying 
don't overcharge our customers because we don't want to break the goodwill that we have with them and have people see us as greedy and make us look like EA. Uh, and <laughs> uh, allegedly, yeah, yeah. So, so just an interesting move uh, because you know they want to be the family friendly. No, it makes perfect sense yeah, for Nintendo. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, interesting quotes from the Dragalia Lost developers who said, "Yeah, if." Nintendo hadn't been managing us, we could have made a lot more money. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They, because because the the monetary their monetary revenue the, the revenue had didn't hit the numbers that they were hoping for, and they came out and said, "Yes, yeah, because the way the Nintendo is, is managing us." Yeah, but on the plus side, I hear a lot of people love that game. Uh, a lot of people do love that game. They said, that and one of the reasons is because it's not full of microtransactions. Because it doesn't like force you to play and gauge your, you know, your progress and tell you to pay and all that. Um, so, so it's just it's it's interesting. I I am wondering though, like, would this because uh, the the developer for Dragalia Lost isn't like a Nintendo company, you know? Would this make other developers not want to develop for Nintendo because they're not going to make if the you're, money? If you're a developer and Nintendo is promising you to put their name on something that you're making and you don't take that, you are an idiot. <laughs> just do it. I, the, amount, the amount of revenue that you're going to make just from having Nintendo associated with you is going to cover the cost of not just like scalping people with microtransactions. I would be so happy if like this somehow shifts the entire mobile industry because it's, it's not it's, yeah. there's no way because <laughs> because you're because you're relying on people to be like yeah i'll take less money i'll take less money That's but i mean nintendo, but nintendo has the right idea like you're taking less money and you're gaining goodwill that is savvy business you know i mean I, i'm sure there are a lot of other companies in <laughs> completely different settings that could make more money, but it pissed people off. I mean, off. Ubisoft has rolled back a lot of that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, think about how, like, Unity was for, like, with the microtransactions and stuff compared to, like, <coughs> Origins and Odyssey, which that that's mostly cosmetic. You can get some boosters. I Well, yeah. you can get boosters, yeah, but, I mean, you can't, like... Yeah, it's mainly And they have, like, some gear, but it's, like, not any better than what you could get in-game anyway. I mean, like, it's... I mean, it's pretty decent for an online store. Yeah, no, honestly... I never felt like I was missing out on, like, like crazy good stuff because I wasn't throwing real money at Odyssey. Yeah, because um, the stuff that I, I've purchased have all been with the, the coins that you get for completing challenges yeah. for like your uh whatever the Ubisoft club is or whatever. Um and I bought the experience booster for with those coins this for like two hours. And like yeah, I mean I, I leveled up a little you know a little bit faster, but like I don't feel like they scaled the experience so that, you know, I feel so like So that I you have to, to have the have boosters to, out, to progress. I yeah. have to go out and buy the ten dollar permanent booster, you know? So so anyway, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I didn't follow Unity back when it came out, so I didn't know that it was littered. Well, I mean, there, there was a section there where they got slammed really hard, um, like a, a couple of the Assassin's Creed games. Like, um, I think for Unity specifically, there were locked treasure chests in the world, and you had to pay for a key to open them. Wow. Yeah. 
And I mean, I'm not talking about like Guild Wars 2 where they they were their loot boxes were essentially uh-huh. like you had to pay for keys to open them. Um but like this was like like coded end of the world like you turn around a corner there's a chest and you right. can't open it unless right. you pay extra money. Right. So it's like it's like in other RPGs where maybe you need the rogue skill to like pick the lock. But it was like, nah, you actually just need to throw, yeah, you just money. throw money at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they caught a lot of flack for that kind of stuff. I, I think, I think a, aside from even microtransactions, I think you could do a whole story on how Ubisoft has kind of turned things around because in the Unity era was also around the time that like what the original Watch Dogs came out and there was a whole lot of controversy surrounding Ubisoft. And now I feel like they're probably one of the most loved developers. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've, they've between, bounced back from it really yeah, well. Yeah, between Assassin's Creed, between Division, between um, uh, uh, what, uh, Far, Cry, Far Cry, New Dawn. A lot of people are liking New Dawn, so yeah. I mean, they're they're putting stuff out. So, um, Nathan, did you have any topics that you wanted to discuss today? I have one more. <laughs> um, I actually didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and- uh, I was gonna say um because I I follow kotaku semi-religiously um your buddy jason destroyer was all about days gone this week yeah not not just him but a lot of people were a yeah. lot of people were uh and, and i felt i felt a little vindicated because <laughs> vindicated yeah because well i mean most most of the stuff that i've seen for it was um it's it's nothing spectacular yeah. but it gets the job done yeah and uh, i mean like for a triple a title that's i mean that's what you want yeah because it was like yeah it's a it's a it's a mishmash it's a, it's a hodgepodge of uh mechanics from every other triple a game for, out there. for something that's been in development for as long as it is it being a solid decent game is a win yeah Con- yeah considering all of the other games that have been forever yeah. in development cough cage three cough yeah and look I, I don't have to have every single game be like this game changer so <laughs> not every game needs to be breath of the wild or horizon zero dawn no. yeah yeah or i mean or for sony uh, uh god of war you know like yeah they don't have to be tens like my my uh my buddy michael Huber. i mean horizon zero dawn was also for sony <laughs> true true that was, that was a ps4 exclusive yeah um but michael Huber over at easy allies he always says look swimming in sevens baby like there's nothing wrong with sevens they don't all have to be tens um but yeah I, I was i was happy a, a lot of outlets have the same exact thought of like i went into this thinking it was going to be very mediocre and it surprised me so i'm definitely excited now um all right the last thing i had to talk about nathan uh sort of very casually here e3 oh man e3 oh, <sighs> because ea came out this week and said that they have restructured their e3 plans and ea is no longer doing a press conference but they're doing like a live stream thing so now that makes it somewhere like nintendo direct style uh no almost uh, like no it's more of just like a live stream so that like from 10 to 11 it's going to be like the the sports stuff and 11 to 12 will be like the battlefield stuff and 12 to 1. So, I mean, not really Nintendo Direct where it's like 20 minutes of like boom, 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 boom. But it's more like uh, 
drop in for what you're interested for and drop out for what you don't. I mean, and that's EA anyway. I don't, or E3 anyway. I don't feel like they've really changed that much. Yeah. I mean, no, but like, that take EA's conference last year, and it's been this way for, for several years, but EA had like a two hour long conference. 30 minutes of which was them showing off a mobile game. Yes. Oh, and man. 30 minutes of which was covering all their sports stuff, which is a huge portion of their player base. Which which they but which they paid real people huge, to act in. Yeah, but another huge portion of their player base doesn't play sports games. So I feel like EA is so big and they've got their hands in so many different things. I mean, this kind of makes sense, right? Mostly I mean, people's pockets. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but... That that's gonna that's yet another big conference that's not happening. Sony's not gonna be there. Are you are you sad that E three isn't gonna be like hype mania? No. <laughs> I mean, I've only really been into E three for the like the last three years or so. Um and I I have a feeling that just with the direction that the gaming industry is going I mean, we we have so many more options for consuming information now. Mm-hmm. Like when when E3 first started, it was an amazing place for everybody to get together and like come out with all of the news all at once, just because it was easier to distribute that way. But now with the the leaps that we've had and like streaming and like the internet and like accessibility, I don't think we really need E3 anymore. And it was press only until a couple years ago when yeah when yeah was, no i think yeah. i think after they lifted the press only ban like it was its time was limited uh and my thing is thinking back to last year at the conferences that bethesda conference that was sort of a tough watch i mean the first half of the, it i mean everything until todd until howard came, todd out, howard came was out was a tough but, i mean watch. like 70 percent of that was a tough watch the Sony and I love Sony. That was a tough watch. I don't uh, wait, making people wait like 15 minutes while they moved a whole crowd f- to a different location. It was like, like I had mind blowing. <laughs> I, they reach for the stars and, and grab like a, a low hanging branch. <laughs> uh, and then the EA conference, that was a tough watch. So, I mean, Microsoft won by default last year. Yeah. Because they, they stole the heart out of square Enix's, showcase and so then the square index showcase was dumb I, like they, they ubisoft had a good one they didn't have any competition ubisoft was U- good, ubisoft, yeah. i would say ubisoft and and microsoft had or xbox had had great had great showings and that may be what it is again this year because yeah, yeah i know be. i mean xbox is still planning on going big um and i am assuming ubisoft still will i'm, I'm s- sure bethesda will still have some weird concert slash oh my gosh and uh, it'll, it'll just not It'll not be weird, weird people, but until Todd Howard comes out and he'll come out oh, and God. he'll be like Skyrim guys, on your Nokia phone. Those guys from Rage <laughs> Two, you remember that? It was so like crunchy. Oh, when man. they they forgot their lines and they're just standing there. Oh, it was bad. Uh, so no, so he'll anyway. Todd Howard will come out and be like, "Hey guys, we're still working on Elder Scrolls Six and Starfield. You'll get them in five to ten years." Todd, do you have any footage for us? No. no. No, it's probably still in that lame engine. No, either. God. Okay, so it's it's. They've already said Starfield's going to be next gen, so it's like literally not. There's no way it's going to be this year. Oh, it's going to be at least 20, next year. 
2021 is what I mean uh, as at the I'm earliest, saying. and then we're looking at another four or five years after that for Elder Scrolls Six. Nathan, we will be in our late 30s by the time we get Elder Scrolls Six, and I'm still gonna play it. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, mid 30s. We'll say mid 30s. That's we'll weird. Say, to like think eight about. years from now. That's weird to think about. Yeah, forecasting eight years from now. Uh, so yeah, E3 not the same as it once was, but that's fine. That's okay. We'll still. We'll still watch some of it together and talk about it. Will we? Did we watch any of the last year's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We you came over to my house on Sunday and we watched uh oh, yeah, Xbox. Right. Yeah, we and, watched yeah, we watched Microsoft. Uh and then um we Skyped to watch uh Bethesda that night, and then we Skyped to watch Sony. And then I was at work for Ubisoft and Square Enix. Yeah. And Nintendo. Not that that stopped you. <laughs> yes, it did until moments after the day was over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I wasn't, Allegedly. I wasn't walking to a class visit streaming the Square. Next Allegedly. Until seconds before I got up in front of the class. Speaking of Square and E3, I'm, I'm probably still crazy, no. but you know where I'm going with this. I had Final Fantasy VII remake announcement this year has to oh, be. Oh, okay, okay. Has I thought be. you were going sixteen. No. Oh okay. God, no. They're not. No. Seven remake. They're still making DLC for fifteen. I. Which they cut that off, and I'm thinking yeah. it might be because they decided to move on. Uh, no, because the director left the company. And I mean, they still. Uh, uh, no, he he was Final Fantasy fifteen. He left the company. They said that they reported a loss on some of the DLC, uh, but I mean, it lost the director. I guess maybe they're thinking, let's not go for a third director on this game. Right. Uh, okay, you're holding, you're still holding out for Square to do something about Final Fantasy VII. It's E3. actively in development. I mean, like, after I, I it started they've over. They've got to at least put out a, a release date this year. They have to. <laughs> it's Square, they're like, I wish I, that wasn't know, so funny. We know we have to, but we're not going. To. No, I, I mean just for the at least for sake, episode one. Come on, just for argument. Well, I don't even know if this is going to be episodic anymore because they started over this year. They yeah. outsourced it. They did not like what it was doing, and so they took back over development and basically started over. Yeah, Tetsuya Nomura took over. Yeah, which he's like, I'm really excited about. So. Which is kind of odd seeing your thoughts on KH3 and his choices there. Yeah, but he... His track record is... Well... He's all... Well... They brought him in... started... They brought him in to do character design for KH3, I don't... for, For the Kingdom Hearts series, just because he was involved with Final Fantasy. But, I mean, like, Final Fantasy has always been where his heart is, and I feel like he's... Uh no, he's the main director and the creator of Kingdom Hearts. Was he? Yes, he's the sole creator of Kingdom Hearts. That's why that's why it takes so long for games to come out. He's not just a character designer. He's a character designer for mainly Final Fantasy. The only Final Fantasy game that he ever quote created was Versus 13 which turned into 15 and then he got removed from that. And to, to work on cage three <laughs> yeah yeah so 
I don't know. So, and now he's on the Final Fantasy VII remake. And I'm saying, just for argument's sake, I'm saying, I'm saying we will see a, we will not even see gameplay. They already have gameplay. Or they I'm did. I'm saying we're not going did. to see it. Because we, we, we have game, we had gameplay, I think it was at the PlayStation Experience, PSX, three years ago. It was two. Two years ago, I was working at Publix because I remember listening to a podcast about it while I was closing the store down. So (laughs) that was at least two and a half years ago. I'm just saying, just for argument's sake, you say we're going to get a release date. I'm saying we're not even going to see gameplay. It's going to be another troll year. Stop stop crushing my dreams, Philip. Oh, man. Uh, I'll say we'll get another 10 minutes on Dragon Quest XI. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for Switch. Um all right, Nathan, anything else you want to cry about this week? No. <laughs> I've cried about, about Final Fantasy enough, just I think. Go bo- both be sad about the state of Final Fantasy. Oh man. Talk about letting things die when they should as much as I hate it. Oh ah. I if anything, I think 14's in the best place. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're they're doing yeah. they're Dude, doing work over see, there at fourteen. Did you see the that director throwing shade at the rest of the series? It was been. A, I mean, been at this point, he might have ago. a. He, <laughs> but he said he said uh, he he's not a huge fan of all of the the technology that's been. He, he's much more of a classic. Like he wants the fantasy setting. He's like for Final Fantasy sixteen. I would much rather go back because this whole new like mixing technology is just not not my thing. Yeah. Which has been... I mean, I, I get it. Seven. Yeah. Um, and nine was probably the yeah, closest and you could to return to form. You could argue that... Well, 12 was more like Star Wars. So there was technology, but it still felt fantasy sci-fi. But No, I think 12 13, was probably the one he was referencing. Was, uh, no, it was definitely 13 and 15. They're freaking cell phones in 15. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're, I mean, yeah. they're, he's he's got a point for all of them. He does, but I, I mean, I if they know. went back to like a straight fantasy setting, like six be and before, there. like I'd be, I'd, I'd be, be there, there for it. I'd be there. Um, I've I've often wondered <clears throat> if they stray away from the straight up fantasy setting because now Square Enix well, is Square Enix. Uh, you have you're housing both Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest, and Dragon Quest is all just straight up fantasy. I wonder if they don't want to like, you know what also straight fantasy legend of Dragoon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But they, I mean, they, they had all fantasy back then. You had, you had the mana series, you had the saga series, you had legend of Dragoon. You had, uh, Oh, I kind of ran out. Was it was another classic, like SNES era. PS one era. Oh, straight up fantasy breath of fire. Is that yeah? Is that what it's called? But there is a Breath of Fire, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. <sighs> yeah. So, and then they and then they did go like techie mechy with techie mechy techie mechy with seven and then Xeno Gears. So Dragoon. Xeno, is- I mean, Xeno Gears has always been like that, though. I mean, yeah, was, but I mean that was that was the whole point. <laughs> oh, well, the whole point was oh, we wrote a game 
that we want to be Final Fantasy VII, and Square said no. And they're like, okay, well, we want to make this game anyway. And they're like, okay, but it can't be Final Fantasy VII. And then they didn't finish it, and sadly, that second disc is... What? I mean, Chrono Trigger also had tech elements in it. (laughs) I don't want to poke that bear too hard. (laughs) They'll come after me. Oh, yeah. They'll come after me. Yeah, okay, anyway. Alright, we love Square Enix, and we hate Square Enix, but we love Square Enix, you know. You got anything else to add, Nathan? No, I think we should end it here before you upset any more fandoms. <laughs> we better end the episode like Square Enix needs to end the follow-up. <laughs> oh, don't, no, don't say that, no. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Anyway, thank you for listening to Check Checko. Please listen again next week uh, when we talk about everything that we love and hate about the video game industry. Until next week, I'm going to be playing that Odyssey, baby. Maybe even Lost Odyssey. Current Odyssey, then Lost Odyssey. I'll see you guys. Later. <laughs>